0: Hello, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle, this is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Welcome, happy Monday or Tuesday if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts because there's a lot of places you can get podcasts. Pretty soon you're just going to get them teleported into your own brain. And I say teleport because I don't know any other word for that. What would it be? Telepathy? I'm just going to put my podcast inside your brain from my brain. I'm just going to think it. And at one point, everybody's going to hear it. That's what's really going to happen. I really believe we're about 10 years out from that. That's if the world survives. I don't think it will. Listen, I'm an optimist. Usually I have a positive outlook on life. Hello, Raccoon Raiders. I'm just saying, uh, you know, the world's not going to be here or the world as we know It's not going to be here. You know, it's weird. You know what I think about all the time? I think about this. I go right now is the furthest humanity has ever made it. And right now is. And right now, humanity has made it as far as right now. Which is crazy because they're warring in Ukraine. The Russians are bombing Ukraine and they're doing false flag operations according to the governments of the United States and Ukraine. It's crazy. They're bombing Belarus. They're bombing their own ally so that, listen, Putin, I'm going to say Putin because not Russia. Russian people are like kind of against this on the whole. But Putin's like, I'm going to bomb our friends, the Belarusians, the Belarusians, and be like, yo, they're the the, the Ukraine's just bombed you, bro. Don't you want to help us fight these guys? They're trying to get them into the war. That's just, it's, it's just like, this is childish. This is fourth grade level thinking. It's all lizard brain stuff. Anyway, welcome to Rackham Raiders to the show. show. rockin' Raiders, it's always nice to see you. Uh, what do you think about what's going on in the world today? Today I was going to talk about Juicy Smolliot. Juicy Smoliet. Juicy Smoliet. This dude, this dude thinks he's way more important than what's going on in Russia, I think. He's not. He's just some dude. He's just some actor. Think thing about actors is, is hilarious because actors are like, uh, actors be going, I, what I do is important. And I'm like, well, what? I'm going to say "we now, because this year I'm, I'm an actor. I started being an actor last year, and I'm continuing to be an actor right now. <laughs> what we do is entirely unimportant. <laughs> Not entirely. I mean, stories are how humans uh, co- this is how we persist. We tell each other stories which is like warns the future generations of what the, whatever's going on. This is how we evolve, supposedly. We're supposed to be like, hey, war is bad. And then remember that through stories of terrible wars, like Star Wars and stuff. Be like, see what happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? Let's not do that again. But that doesn't work. But this guy, Juicy Smooly, Smooly idiot. He's an actor. He thinks like, well, you know, what I'm doing is important and what I need to do is. (laughs) It's not this guy needs to go to jail. And I hope he does. I mean, he is. He's got sentenced to like 150 days in uh, prison. In jail. Actor jail. Actor jail, which is pretty much, I don't know, central casting. Or background. Hello, Noel Dreher 2. Yes, the world is in turmoil. The problem with it is there's many problems. There's many, many problems. This guy Putin is out of his freaking mind. This guy needs to get like a thumb to the eyeball. You know what I mean? I think they should put his dunk his head under like a water. They should put his. They should lift him upside down and stick him in the toilet and flush it. You know what I mean? Stick his head in the toilet. This is what I think they should do to Putin at the very least. This guy's an out of control monster. We had these guys. We had these kind of guys. We had Hitlers before. Where that's what's so passe, bro? This is we're so we're so over these Hitlers. We're so over these Hitlers. No more Hitlers, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to close my Instagram. I just posted a headshot, I think. It's just a headshot. I just went to the park the other day, and I was like, let me take some pictures. I got to take some pictures of myself, because I'm an actor, and I think what I do is important. I'm kidding, guys. I don't. But I think I could... uh I think I could lift, at this point, I could lift Putin upside down and dunk him in a, in the a, in a toilet and work it out. I think I could do that. You know? I think I could. I actually, I, I really do think so. <laughs> can you please, can someone just send me to Vladimir Putin's house, I'm gonna run down that 20 foot gap that he has sitting at the table. You know, I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna use my hands more when I talk because apparently that helps you. That helps subscribers, <laughs> guys. I'm tr- I'm, d- I'm doing a real campaign right now. I'm trying to get people on board. I'm trying to get I'm tr- the Aristotle Full Throttle Show is going international. <laughs> that sounds really uh. That sounds really important, but it's not. It's just, you know, anything on the internet is international. And that reminds me, when I was a kid, when I heard about the International House of Pancakes, I was like, wait a second. They eat these pancakes in Belgium and Canada? What? Their International House of Pancakes? Like, are we going to experience pancakes from all over the world? And no, we're just going to eat crappy pancakes at out- one time I did the all you could eat pancakes. I had 12. I ate 12 pancakes at the International House of Pancakes. It was stacked this house. It's all as me. But uh what are you gonna do? What can we do? We can't do anything right now. I mean, we could. But Joe By- Joe Byron, Joe Byron, he's like F your life. Bing bong. That's all he says basically to Russia. Russia's sitting there like doing this, and everybody's standing by. Russia, you don't get dessert. Go to your room. You know, and Russia's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And everybody's like, but, 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 and Russia's just like, watch me do this. Watch me continue to do this. And everybody's like, but, but no, don't. You're not allowed to do that. Russia. stop it please they're not gonna I'm really 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 depressed about it really upset about it it's not a fun thing to be living through we just lived through the worst pandemic since a hundred years ago and now we're living through a potential world war isn't that crazy Isn't that crazy? I just saw the producer, some commercial I worked on, commented on my my picture. You you can go ahead and hire me. That's, I'll be okay with that. You got to market yourself in this world. You got to say, look at everybody. I need you to hire me. <laughs> How do I get you to hire me? Well, if I need to, if I'm going to be a professional actor and be in front of a camera, here are some pictures of me as proof that I can sit in front of a camera. (laughs) It's so absurd. I am an absurdist by nature. Everything, uh, to quote Elliot Smith in the abstract and in the most obtuse way, everything means nothing to me. And what, just hold on a second. Just hold on a second. I don't mean it means nothing to me. it's a great song. You should listen to it. Everything means nothing to me. Just listen to it. You'll like it. It's a really pretty song by Elliot Smith off of the album. uh, What's it? Figure Eight. I think that everything in the world is just... uh, can be made into a joke, first of all. Because if you take everything seriously, I don't know how you live. I don't know how you live if you can't just realize that nothing really means anything that we're just a blue dot hurtling through space and, and uh your life <sighs> this is not fatalist people hear me say this stuff and they're like oh my god that sounds so sad and I'm like this, this makes me so happy because that means you can like literally assign any meaning to your life and, and pursue that it's, isn't that great you could pursue anything you like in this life because at the end of the day once you realize you know your own value this is a very really important thing. This is the this is the moral of today. Every day I have like a nice little, hey, this is a thing you can go away with. Maybe think about some more. But you don't have to take my word for it. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, you got to know your worth, you know? A lot of people don't understand that you are of value intrinsically. That's what my therapist tells me. You are of value intrinsically. Uh, You're born with value. There's no one else that can assign you value. You have it to begin with. It's true. Except if your name is Vladimir Putin. That guy's completely worthless. That guy needs to go to hell in a (sighs) handbasket. I can't believe it. He's just bombing. He's just bombing these people in their homes. He's bombing their hospitals. He's bombing their prenatal wards he's bombing their schools what is going on when I say everything means nothing this means something this means something the needless death the needless destruction it's crazy it's just crazy and needless it's absurd it's a different kind of absurdity you know it's not as absurd. I mean, it's way, way more absurd than Jesse Smollett, a idiot. You know, orchestrating a false flag attack on himself to martyr himself. What the hell's that guy up to? You know? We need to forget this guy forever. I know that people are like, oh my god, he's an actor. He needs to act. And it's like, nah, well, he did his worst acting job and he. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all we need. That's all we need. Oh, I gotta use my hands more. I have to. I keep chasing the mic. I keep chasing the mic. I need to like have the have the mic up here and talk like this. According to science. Anyway, know your worth. Be your authentic self. You are of intrinsic value, unless you're some douche idiot who's running a country named Russia. What like? What do we got to do at this point? What are we going to do? We're just like slapping them on the wrist. Hopefully the Russians rise up. The Russian people go, hey, we're starving. We have no gas. We don't even have Instagram. That's the line. Putin, we're coming after you. The Russians are trying to peacefully protest. The Ukrainians are protesting their occupation. (sighs) It's really scary. Because what's next? Is he going to go into Poland? He's going to march right into Poland like Hitler did. Worst pandemic since 100 years ago. Worst European invasion since World War II. I say European invasion because, you know, the United States invaded Iraq. We totally did that, guys. We totally did that. For like similar reasons, we were like, we're gonna save them. We're gonna we're gonna be freedom fighters for Iraq. We kind of knew that we weren't. So it's really bad. It's really bad. Noldreer two says in the comments, Putin is pushing our buttons. If he literally hits Poland, we will have to go in. Or if he starts using chemical weapons, he will find himself in a war. He does not want a nuclear war. He's smarter than that. He knows that it's a non-win situation for all. Well, I gotta agree with you, Noel Dreyer too. Not only because we have the same last name, except mine doesn't have a two at the end of it. I'm gonna say that... Uh, I'm gonna repeat what Volodymyr Zelensky said in his latest address to, uh, uh, to the nation of Ukraine and to the world. He said, look, it's worrisome. Because Putin is saying that the Ukrainians are going to use chemical weapons. And Volodymyr Zelensky said, here's the alarming thing. If you want to know what Russia is planning, take a look at what they're accusing them of. That has just been the telltale sign over and over again. Projection, much, Putin? It's a very narcissistic tendency. Narcissists will tell you you're doing the thing that they are doing. So it's kind of like a, Weird lose-lose situation. You're just going to be like, no, you are one. No, you're one. You're one. (laughs) You know, what are you going to do? How do you win? There's no winning in this situation because Putin's – it's crazy, you know, because it's like, what's he going to do? Continue to invade this small country, comparatively small country? And they're just going to keep fighting back because they're fighting for their very existence. If you think about it, if you're fighting for your very existence, it's just like, at what point? How do you how do you beat that? How do you win? You're not going to win, Russia. Like, it's going to be like Vietnam all over again. We didn't win Vietnam. The United States lost the Vietnam conflict, which was never declared war. The military conflict in vietnam we lost that you know what else we lost the war in iraq you know what else we lost the the war in afghanistan we're good at losing wars you can't just go into someone's house and then tell say mine now you can't do it you can't do it how to but humans don't learn you know we don't learn stories that we tell each other get faded into history that we don't even understand we don't understand I'm using my hands I'm like the Jackie Chan Like, You know Nothing means anything anymore The Russians are banning a bunch of like Social media and stuff like that too Because they don't want to see their people Seeing the outside world's Opinion of what's going on And they keep feeding their own people Propaganda Just like you know United States feeds us propaganda for sure But what are you going to, this world is an illusion, everything is illusory, and we're all going to die. Noel Dreher 2 says in the comments he's trying to rebuild the Soviet Union, the USSR, that's true, he really is. But you know what, I think he wants more though, he wants that land so he can pump oil through it. He wants to build a pipeline and pump oil through Ukraine and, and then make take all that money. Because Russia is just based on taking all the money, you know? They just want to take all the money. They just want all the money. Oh, people. I don't know. I feel like people are everywhere. Everywhere I go, there's people. Uh-oh people everywhere I go I could walk for 20 miles into the forest right then set up camp and someone will walk by and be like hey how you doing you can't get away from us we're we're everywhere and we keep wanting to go everywhere it's like our instinct you know It's like an instinct of ours. We stink. It's a very quiet day. It's a very quiet Monday. How do you spend your Mondays? Old Dreyer too says in the comments I am just as afraid of this as you are I don't know if I'm I'm afraid I'm angry <sighs> I feel pretty safe in my bubble here in Los Angeles California. I feel pretty safe I do fear I guess I do, where the fear comes in is like it's just I, I don't know if it's fear of just dread. It's just dread. I dread this. I dread Oh, third world war. I dread this. But that's where we're at. As a species. This is as far as we've gotten ever as humans. This right now. Right now. Currently. At this moment right here. This is the longest humans have been on earth right now. Right now is the most advanced humans have ever been. Supposedly. This moment right here, right now, this one, what are we going to do? I dread, I dread a third world war, but we are on course because as soon as... Like dreyer too, says in the comments, as soon as there's a bomb that's dropped in Poland, the European Union is going to get involved. NATO is going to get involved. The United States is going to get involved on a higher level. And as soon as we get involved, China is sitting over there going, hmm, ho-ho-hum. Oh, China's not saying anything right now. China is not condemning Russia. But they're like, hey, that's a bad look, bro. Maybe you sh-. They're not even saying that. They're just kind of like... They're just standing by because they could benefit financially, I'm sure, from whatever's going on because they share a continent together, you know, China and, and Russia. So they're like, hey, how do we get that pipeline? How do we get that money to everything's about the money? Everything is about money. It it really is. I mean, I don't know what to do. do, 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 do. Uh, humans are pretty petty. You know, I'm going to be on uh, two things this week. I'm going to be on my friend's show, which is called Mediocre Films. It's called uh, Bad Movies Live. We'll be on Bad Movies Live this Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just go to Mediocre Films on Twitch and watch me hang out with Greg Benson and make jokes about bad movies. We're going to watch a bad movie and we're going to joke about it the whole time. It's going to be hilarious. Come and hang out with us. Also on Wednesday, check this out. I'm on a TV show. I'm not just a background actor, okay? I stopped doing background acting like years ago. I say a a whole bunch of words on this one. You'll see me moving my lips and sounds coming out of my head on the show The Goldbergs. I'm on The Goldbergs this Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check it out. Blink, and you might miss me. But I'm in an entire scene, and the scene might even last a minute or two. And that's a lot of minutes out of like a 26-minute show. So go check it out. It's funny. I think, I hope I had fun when I was on the set of the Goldbergs. I got to say that I just was like, you know, I'll, I, I'll, let me just do this. I can do this. This is fun. I'm just hanging out with funny people and everybody was sweet and everybody was nice. And everybody was kind of like, had the attitude of, can you believe we get to do this? Isn't this ridiculous? And I was like, this is the funnest I've, I've had all week. So I'm on the Goldbergs this Wednesday at 8 p.m. on ABC. Check that out. I'm going to be on Mediocre Films on Sunday at 5 p.m. Check that out. Also, you can subscribe to the show. Please subscribe to the show because I would appreciate that. Today's podcast that went up is me having a conversation with the none other than Chocolate Rain's Tayson Day. Me and Taisei Day, breaking down how Hollywood is as far as, far as uh, diversity and opportunity, and uh, you know how Hollywood works basically opportunities in hollywood and whatnot and hearsay and hope and therefore and and you know all of those things so check it out it's on uh, the, the podcast the aristotle full throttle podcast just check all, all, the, all the podcast sites yeah uh check out this excellent discussion i had with my esteemed colleague taysonde regarding representation in hollywood thanks for listening You know, this show is mainly funny. This show is mainly a joke show where we just joke around and have fun and it's absurd. But how do you do that in this time? Well, I feel like the hard times yield the best art and they yield the best comedy. So let's have at it. Let's do it. For instance, if you watch the show Inside, it's a special, it's a Bo Burnham special called Inside, and it's on Netflix. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's what he did during lockdown, essentially. It took him a year, and every minute of it is fant- it gets better and better as you go. It's kind of incredible. Great example of what lockdown, what trying times can do for art, music, and comedy, which is what, you know, I live for it. I really do. I live for this this gig right here, you know? And I appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, chatting with me and chatting in the comments. And I just dropped a key on the floor. It really does, I think, extend the dialogue. It raises, the, it elevates the conversation. Because I like to talk about representation and diversity in Hollywood. Because you know what? I'm a diversity. I always pause during that part of the song. Listen close. Noel Dreyer, too, in the comments says, Joe Byron... Had a meeting with him over sanctions because secretly China is allowing Putin to use China banks that are not part of the sanctions, allowing Putin to uh, straddle his sanctions. Woo. Sneaky and gross. Shame on you, China. Shame on you, China. Everybody is boycotting Russia right now. Everybody's trying to make Russia pay for this abhorrent crime against humanity. I mean what is what's going to be the result of this? They're not going to win. Hopefully they don't win. I mean, I, it would just be horrible if there's like this occupied country in the world. There's plenty, I mean, actually. There's some puppet governments out there. But the, you know, if this puppet government thrives, if this is if, if we have to sort of deal with this situation and I don't know. It's just awful. But I mean, Here's a news flash. How do you think the world was colonized? <laughs> You'd think we got to the point where humanity has advanced enough to not do this kind of crap anymore. But right now, this moment right here, this is as furthest as we've ever gotten. Now, right now is. And right now is. And right now, as this is the furthest humanity has ever advanced, there's bombs being dropped in Ukraine from Russia. So, so much for being advanced. We're really not that good with uh, being one with our environment. We don't have a niche; we take over niches. I say niche because if you say niche, you're speaking French. <laughs> I don't care. People say niche, whatever they can say whatever they want, but it's niche. The English version is niche. The niche version is French. It's niche. Just, 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 just letting you know. Just being a pal. Just being your friend. But humans don't. We don't have a niche. We just take, take. We just take. It's in our nature. It's how we've colonized the earth. It's how we're polluting the earth. It's how Russia is taking over Ukraine because this, you know, Russia turns out it's run by people. People suck. I think about this a lot. I think about how there were you. There used to be other types of humans. There were like Neanderthals and Denisovans and uh Cromagnons and all these other kinds of humans, right? And we either bred with them or killed them. <laughs> the humans that are surviving today. The ones that you look at everywhere we're all the same species now, so we killed out we killed or absorbed somehow, took over all of those other species. <laughs> it's, it's insane. So you gotta think. I got to think. This is based not in science at all, but it's just my hunch. You know what? We're the the kind of species that just likes to take. So we like to go to new places like Mars and take. We like to ruin. We like to leave every place we go worse than we found it. When you should really just find, leave things better than you found it. You know, and that's that's kind of true with relationships. I learned that from listening to Dan Savage's podcast. Dan Savage has a podcast called Lovecast, and he's, he often says you should leave people better than you found them. And I believe that that is true. I, sh- I think you should leave campsites better than you found them, and you should leave people better than you found them, if you can. Sometimes it's out of your control, but you should definitely not suck, you know? People like Putin, would just take, he just takes, he just takes, he just takes. You know what I mean? He takes and takes and takes and takes. But I gotta say, guys... Noldrayer2 says in the comments, we actually have veterans who are no longer in the military going to Ukraine. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of mercenaries out there. Ukraine has called on people from other countries as mercenaries. He's like, they were like, Volodymyr to Zelensky. He's like, look, man, I'm out there fighting. I'm launching things into I'm trying to shoot down these planes. Can you guys send them some planes and some people? If you are moved at all by any of this stuff that's going on, please come to our country and help us defend it. That is a very compelling argument. It is a very, very compelling argument. Why doesn't, if the governments aren't going to chip in, why don't there just be some like, why don't we get the Delta Force? You Chuck Norris? Listen, I've seen enough movies to know that Chuck Norris and Rambo could go in there and take care of this whole thing. Why don't we get them to, you know? Let's call up Chuck Norris and Rambo. What are they doing? We even seen Chuck Norris in Rambo. We saw Rambo 3. He went into Afghanistan and fought the Russians. Why doesn't he fight the Russians again? Fought the Russians in Rambo 2? Fought the Russians in Rambo 3? Then he's just fighting like random people in like Rambos 45 and 46. Rambos 73 through 100. I kind of fell asleep. Do you want to go to war? Because we could go to war. I'm for real. I think Rambo fell asleep, too. He's like, let me just take a nap. I actually set an alarm. My new alarm, I discovered, I have a tablet. It's like six years old. It's very old, but it's a Google, it's an Android tablet. And it's got a Google Assistant on there. And a... My my alarm in the morning is rocky. Because it gets me going, you know, it gets my blood flowing, it gets me to wake up. And then it just starts telling me the news. My, my tablet just like, oh, yeah, by the way, this bomb's being dropped in Ukraine. I was like, oh, man, I, was, I started out good. And here we here we go. Uh, Doldreyer's 2 says, forget about Steven Seagal. I agree. Forget about Steven Seagal because he's friends with Putin. I don't know if you see those videos, but Steven Seagal, Putin pays for Steven Seagal to come, uh, and like fight a bunch of people. They like all run it up to Steven Seagal, and he like literally just touches them, and then they fall down because it's all fake. It's all very fake. Steven Seagal's like trying to do judo, but he looks he's moving very slowly and very little. And then these people are running toward him, and he just touches them, and then they do these flips and fall down. It's kind of like. It's kind of like when, like, when a little kid like touches their brother, and then the brother falls down and starts crying, but because he wants to get the other kid in trouble. That's what it's like, I tell you. Jared Leto just tweeted. Let me see what Jared Leto just tweeted. Five minutes ago, Taika Waititi. Oh, look, it's just him hanging out with Taiko Waititi. See, I just got to copy Jared Leto's tweet because uh, he's an actor. He's very important. Just like Cipher says in The Matrix, when he get wants to go back inside the Matrix, and he's having he's making that deal with Agent Smith at the table, he's eating that steak. You guys remember when he's chewing on that steak, and you could hear it crunching in his mouth or whatever's. And he's like, "Oh, I know that this steak ain't real, but I love it. Just put me back into this, wipe my memory, and I want to come back as someone important, like an actor." <laughs> Joey Pantaleone. Very funny. Very true. People think actors are important. They're not, but thank God for Tom Hanks. <laughs> if we didn't have Tom Hanks, we wouldn't have any voice of reason. And everybody loves Keanu Reeves. I don't know. Jared Leto is uh Jared Leto is not a great ideal person. I I've I've got personal stories that probably corroborate the fact that he's he's not a not a very good person you might have heard stories about jared leto and talk to me off to off there i'll tell you <laughs> my band opened up for his band and uh yeah i got stories noel dreher two says on a positive note there's going to be a lethal weapon five. Oh yeah i heard about lethal weapon five isn't crazy mel gibson crazy racist ass mel gibson gonna direct that one racist ass mel gibson Melly gibson's he's gonna direct that one i think uh <laughs> Anti-Semitic and racist ass Melly Gibsons. It's a a moral quandary. Do I watch it? I don't know. He was the bad guy in, in, what, the second or third Expendables movie. I don't know why they haven't come out with another Expendables movie. Those movies are fun. I guess they're problematic. Everything's problematic these days, they say. The word problematic is, you know, quite frankly, problematic, if you ask me. I think that uh, we overuse that word. You guys ever you guys ever say words and then someone gets angry. You're going to make someone angry. Don't say words whatever you do. And also, don't do any actions. Don't make any actions, don't say any words, you're safe. Live under the floorboards. Unless though you want to uh, upset the rats who normally live there because you're anti-rat, you ratist. It's, like, racist, but, you know, against rats. But, you know, listen, who likes rats? If I say that, right, people are going to be like, you're anti-animal. Why don't you oh, say nice things ever about rats? Oh, well, let me tell you something. I love rats. Psych. See, I said that, that I didn't like them, but that was a psych out. I love rats. I love mice, and I love rats. I think they're cute and adorable. Sorry you don't. I... For one, think they are cute and adorable. Rats, you know what they have when they have babies? They're called kittens. You know what mice have? Pups, puppies. Mice have puppies. You never knew that, did you? And knowing is half the battle. Ah, uh, what a day! What a day! Only 24 minutes left of this podcast, and thank you for tuning in. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you so much. That gives me a penny, and hopefully you've laughed at least once. Hopefully you're at work, uh, or you're driving, and you're just listening to the dulcet tones of my voice in your ears, telling you stuff about, uh, (laughs) telling you about rats and kittens. I always say there would be no internet work not for kittens or cats. That's mostly what I share on Instagram. If I don't know what you share on Instagram, but what I share on Instagram is puppies and kittens. There's really nothing cuter. There's really nothing worth it. I know today was going to be a true crime day about Jesse Smollier. Juicy Smollier. But eh? well, that guy's an idiot. He needs to go to jail. He, did you see him the other day? I don't know if you saw him the other day, but he got up and he was like, he was like, I'm not suicidal. And everybody's kind of like, all right, bro, nobody, nobody said you were, nobody asked if you were suicidal, as far as I can tell. He's like, I am not suicidal. That's kind of a weird statement, though, bro. Maybe projection. Remember, we were talking about narcissists and how they kind of say the thing that they accuse you of, or they say a thing that. They're actually thinking, but not you. That's the—that's actually the distinction. There's people who have problems with empathy. So narcissists and people with like borderline personality disorder, or at least these paradigms, they don't understand what is their emotion versus your emotion. They have problems understanding that. They have problems with empathy. They don't really know how what they can do can affect you, which is kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up if you ask me. So they will say stuff, and they'll accuse you of what they're actually feeling because they literally don't have an understanding of what is their emotion and thought versus what is your emotion and thought. They think if they're thinking of it, then it must be you that has caused this to them. Now that is uh, illness, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That is not good. And this culture we're living in is building it's emphasizing it is cultivating narcissistic people and you've got someone like putin who's living in his high castle the high tower you know he's like the man in the high tower or whatever and he's just killing he's just killing people left and right he has no concept of any of the consequences of his actions maybe there'll be a tribunal maybe like how are they going to get him to come to that really though Like, I think he's going to put a gun in his mouth. I saw a really good uh, poster the other day, which was like, can we just fast forward to the part where you stick a gun in your mouth and and go in a bunker and put a gun to your own head? Yeah. Can we just skip to that part? Yes. Also, rest in peace, William Hurt. That one was sad. I heard about that one yesterday. He's a controversial figure from, like, the 80s. So let me just tell you, growing up, I watched William Hurt on trial. (laughs) Like the late 80s, early 90s. I forget when it was. Because he was living with someone. He was living with a a partner for a decade. And and she was trying to make some claim to some of his income because they were essentially married. Right? I forgot how that that, uh, story panned out. If you guys can remember, let me know in the comments. But uh, William Hurt, rest in peace. Remember he played General Ross in the Marvel movies? He's the guy who made the uh, Sokovia Accords. He wanted all the Avengers to sign it. Well he's gone, apparently in the in the comic books, he actually turns into the Red Hulk, but he has left us. he has left us, but when I was a kid, he was on the news a lot in New York about because uh, his former his former partner claimed spousal benefits after they broke up, and I think he won I think he got out of that without having to like compensate. His partner, which is just kind of an interesting, touchy subject, because you see a lot of stuff going on right now with Kanye and Kimye. Well, it's not Kimye anymore, it's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian uh Davidson. No, I'm just kidding about the Davidson. I don't know. She she is now with Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson is um very appealing to celebrities. Uh celebrities for dating. He's a very appealing person to date apparently he's very funny uh comedy comedy goes a long way (laughs) um comedy can can i don't know listen whatever it is i don't know him personally maybe he is a charming dude maybe he is a very caring and whatever it is that, that that is attractive to to uh the people he's dating that's none of my business and that's everything to do with them but the problem is that that's the point it's none of our business but kanye keeps bringing it back dragging out the the uh, dirty laundry to the public he's having like a public fight over his kids with kanye with uh kim kardashian and he's like making music videos where he's like taking pete davidson's head and like sticking it in a blender and stuff and it's like dude dude deal with this some other way <laughs> you know this is not a very healthy way to deal with all this you should probably seek therapy but you know what? He's so rich and insulated and narcissistic that he's not going to. I unfortunately had the misfortune of being involved with a narcissist several years ago, and uh, the problem with that is they will seek therapy so that they could find someone to help blame you for their problems. <laughs> this is true. This is a very common trait. They, will, they want someone that can jump on their side and say, look, you're the cause of all of my problems because this person says so. This therapist says so. But therapists, they don't, the problem with narcissists, they don't understand that therapists will not do that. Therapists will help you try to understand why you feel the way you do, which is how do you own your own feelings? But that's the problem with narcissists and people with borderline personality disorder. They don't know how to do that. So they blame you for their problems. And uh, they try to get someone else to, to blame you for their problems. And oftentimes you'll see, just like I saw with the narcissist I was involved with, they just kept going th- through therapists. They kept shedding therapists. You know why? Because the therapists didn't just agree with everything they said. So that is not the way to heal. That is not the way to grow. You got you to kind of take a step back. And own your behavior and own your actions. Uh, this is a problem for a lot of people. They don't they don't own it. They say, Well, I'm a victim. Everything happens to me. It's not true in a lot of cases. There are indeed very real victims in life. There are very real victims. But what you're doing is you're undermining actual victims when you play the victim. In every case. so You'll see those people on Facebook, too. You'll be like, oh, this happened to me, and then that happened to me, and that happened to me. I never post anything like that. Go through my timelines. (laughs) I'm always just like, hey, here's a good thing that happened. Here's a positive thing that happened. I'm trying to, like, reverse the polarity on that. I don't need sympathy, but I do appreciate empathy, and I do like sharing successes with people. I do like spreading the good word, the good news. The good word. That means Jesus. (laughs) Jesus took the good word out of our vocabulary. Now that just means Jesus. We can't just say good word. But William Hurt passed away. Very sad. He was only 71, which feels not old. That doesn't feel old. 71 doesn't seem old, but people die. Men die. Oftentimes men, biological men, Uh, Or or however you want to describe male-bodied people. People with testosterone, I don't know, die younger than uh, female people. Um, So, generally speaking, we don't have the edge on long life. (laughs) Noel Dreher 2 says in the comments, Did you know Florida is doing away with condo inspections? So much for all those people who died in the tower collapse. Those people died for nothing. Oh my goodness. That's right. Thank you for reminding us of that awful news about the tower collapse in Florida, which was horrific, guys. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh, I can't. Florida. Ron DeSantis is the Florida of Florida's Florida. He's the worst. Ron DeSantis, you go straight to hell with Vladimir Putin and take a bath together for all I care. Because you're both dirty, and I don't like you. You're dirty birds judella nineteen says in the chat, "Keep spreading the good word, Ari." Well, I'll try. I'll try. You know what? I'll, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like poor me, poor me. Nobody likes me. Nobody ever likes me. And it's like, well, have you heard what you're saying all day? You're just who wants to hang out with someone says nobody ever likes me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? You know those people. Everybody knows those people. They're just like. They're just like, no, uh, I'll never find a man. I'll never find a girlfriend. It's like, well, with that kind of attitude, you'll always win. You'll always win that argument. You know what I mean? It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating when you, because you know why it's frustrating? Because I'm the kind of person who's like going to cheer you on. I'm going to sit there and say, hey, here are the ways you could do things positively, you know? And then there are people out there that are just like, no, wait, hold on a second. You're giving me solutions to my problem. I want to wallow. Allow me to wallow. It's okay to wallow, though. But just know that um, there are solutions. There are ways out. And it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to do all that, but when you're like constantly, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's okay to share bad news when bad news happens, but when you frame the entire world as bad news bears, that's when it gets obnoxious and irritating. It's okay to lean on your friends in in sad times, and a friend in need is a friend indeed. That's what, uh, what was that band? A friend in need is a friend indeed. I forget that band. Was it Placebo? I'm trying to trying to prop this mic up. Placebo. They're playing. I've been looking at concerts. But I'm just saying, you know, Juicy Smollier tried to get sympathy from everybody. He committed a true crime. I'm going to try to say true crime as much to help the algorithm. Turns out there's a lot of, my audience is like 25% female. 75% male and like non binary is like one or two percent. But like, in order to balance that out, which I would like to, apparently I need to start talking more about true crime. Less about Batman, more about true crimes. But I do like Batman though. Men and everybody likes Batman. Who doesn't like Batman? I'm just saying I would like to incorporate that more because it is fascinating to me as well. I think that uh, Juicy gay Jesse Smollett, he committed a crime because he wanted sympathy from everybody. He wanted everybody to feel sorry for him. He's like the ultimate victim. Dude is on top of the world, has success on a hit TV show, famous actor, musician, says, you know what? I can't stand all this positive attention. Can't stand all of this people liking me for me or liking me for whatever. Can't stand it. Need people to feel sorry for me. It's just crazy, you know, that's literally crazy. I never want people to feel sorry for me. I would like people to be happy. I would like people to be. I would like to be happy for people. tell me what's good focus on what's good you know a lot of people punish themselves constantly too you know there's like a sick self-talk situation one of my favorite lines in the new in the spider man no way home if you've seen it it's fantastic it's phenomenal it's really good spoiler though I think you probably know by now. But there's one Spider-Man saying, I don't feel so happy about it. I'm like kind of a loser. And then the other Spider-Man says, no, you got to start turning around this negative self-talk, bro. Just say that. Repeat after me. I am. You are amazing. You are amazing. Very, very funny because he's the amazing Spider-Man. Ha, ha, ha. Good joke. But be good. Be kind. You know, that's... First. You know what? Do that first, okay? But if someone's a a D-Wad, you can go ahead and lay into them. That's... that's You got my permission to do that. Game over, man! It's game over! (laughs) You know what I mean? If you're nice, cool. But if someone's a D-Bag, you can go ahead and... You could just... It'll be just game over. Game Am I right, over, Studio 8H? Let me just welcome First Judy to the show. Let's get that cut. Co- Sorry. Whoa. That's Kaline. I'm trying to- I'm trying to avoid the copyright strike here. Yeah. I skipped around that because I was trying to avoid the copyright strike. Uh, probably going to get the copyright thing anyway. Anyway, welcome, Judy, to the show. That, that's like the 20,000th day in a row that I've listened, I've heard that song by the famous, the one and only, the legendary Chamba <laughs> Welcome, Studio 8H, to the chat. Raccoon Raiders And now, introducing Studio 8H Such a fun intro for Studio 8H Welcome to the show Studio 8-H, you're going to love it. Sunday, this Sunday at 5 p.m., I'm going to be on Mediocre Films. We're going to do some bad movies live. Me and my friend Greg Benson, we just go over and riff on some bad movies and make fun of them. Hopefully, this bad movie that we watch will have Gene Simmons. I don't know why I say that, but I never know. I never know what movie we're going to watch until right before we watch it, and that's part of the fun. And then we watch the movie, and we have fun watching terrible movies. Because Greg is one of the funnest guys and one of the funniest guys out there. And I don't, I'm not just saying that. I, I am saying that and believe it. Because <laughs> this guy is hilarious. Why is brought sleeping on Greg Benson? You got to get Greg Benson up on that platform. Greg Benson is a celebrity. He's hilarious. He's a comedian extraordinaire. And Kim and Charlie, they're the most charming family I've ever seen in my life. Kim is hilarious. Charlie is hilarious. They're a group. They're a whole fami- family family of comedy it's, it's amazing to me it's a beautiful thing to see and I love it and I, I'm always happy to be a part of it a part of his family I'm saying I'm, I'm actually putting a petition to be his, uh, his son Studio 8H says uh, I'm good enough I'm smart enough and doggone it people like me <laughs> indeed indeed that is basically our show is uh, is Stuart Smalley's show basically just not just E. show, but Stuart Smalley's show. You know, I say these things, and uh, people sit there they can make fun of it, they can be cynical cool about it, but you know what? Sometimes people just gotta hear it. Sometimes people just gotta hear it. A lot of times people are cynical. There's a uh, for instance, I have friends who I love movies, right? I like to go to movies, I like to talk about movies. Even bad movies live, I enjoy the the watching a bad movie and enjoying it and having fun with it with the movie and also appreciating some of the merits of those kinds of movies, those old kinds of crazy movies that I guess are, will not give Greg Benson a copyright strike if he plays them. (laughs) But some of those movies are really, 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 really funny. Uh, But you got to appreciate them on some kind of level. But there's some people out there that just love tearing movies apart. They just love it. They just like to take everybody's work and destroy it. And it makes them feel better. It lifts themselves up. I don't do that. I don't play the victim, and I also don't victimize others. You know what I mean? There's some people who are just like, uh, I, I hate that. That's a terrible movie. I'm like, that movie cost $200 million to make, which meant it employed so many visual artists who now can feed their families. <laughs> it employed actors. It employed people. Not everybody deserves to be employed. I only don't like a big movie because the when the executives, who aren't creative, it's a very tenuous relationship. There are the executives who got all the money because they know how to run corporations. And then they got to hire talent. They have to hire people who are like creative and talented. But the executives, by virtue almost, and it just seems to be like the history of all executives, by virtue of being an executive and a money power holder... For some reason, these people are completely vapid and empty as far as creativity. They don't understand how it works, so they pay other people to be creative so that they can continue making money off of the backs of creative people. And uh, it's it's a relationship because now creative people now have a job. But the problem is when the studio is like, here's a creative idea for you, creative people. I'm an executive. I don't know anything about creativity. I just know how to make I know how to maximize profit and minimize loss. But let me let me contribute my creative. I fancy myself a creative because I've made a billion dollars. Why don't you have Superman fight a giant spider? I'm talking specifically about John Peters. <laughs> Noel Dreher 2 says in the comments, every day is a good day. When I wake up, I'm still able to see the sunshine or light another day. It's good for me. I agree with that. Also, every day is a new day. They off for every breath I take. That is a P.O.D. song that you were just singing to me. I felt serenaded. And I also felt insulted because I don't like that band. Actually, I kind of feel, feel conflicted because I met the band and they're very nice. <laughs> I met Sonny and I met the bass player and I met them and I hung out with them and they were very nice. So I'm conflicted. You like them, personally? They're not—they're not a terrible band, but they—they they seem to really want to put Jesus and everything, which is fine. You can put Jesus anywhere you want. You can nail him to a cross and have him at the front of your church and be like, "Hey, kids, look at that guy. You know what he did? He sinned. That—that that, that dude who's dying on a cross right there and bleeding to death." That we are all, look, that human sacrifice, that actual literal human sacrifice up there on the wall that you, five-year-old kid, get to see every Sunday. Yeah, that could happen to you if you're in bed. That's basically what church is. Studio 8H says, Greg mentioned what what movie it's going to be for Sunday, but I forget. Well, I can't wait. (laughs) Everybody go to Greg's channel now. I host Greg's channel when I'm off the air, and I'm gonna be off the air at uh you know about 10-15 minutes now, and his show starts at six on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. But um, yeah, check out Greg's show. He's hilarious. He's one of my favorite comedians. For sure. That's cool, because I know him personally, and personally, hanging out with him. Is hilarious. He's just a hilarious guy. He's a he's a, just a guys. What you see is what you get with Greg. Just tell I'm telling you. This also, but except you know the stories off the air, the stories he's not allowed to say. I feel so privileged and privy that I'm privy to them because <laughs> they are phenomenal stories. I'll prompt him on a couple of stories that I think he can tell. Um, pr- I'll prompt him. I just want to hear them. I literally just love what Greg tells stories. Because he's got them. He's got a bunch of stories. I don't know what movie it's going to be, Studio 8H. I probably won't even know what movie it's going to be until he like tweets about it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet it out a couple times this week to hype it up because it's always a good time. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much fun I have. But I guess if you watch Studio 8H, I think you became a fan of this show from watching. But we just have a good, we have a blast. He's a good, he's a good time. I mean, I, 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 I can literally just do an hour on how funny Greg is. <laughs> but, uh, but I won't. Give Greg a shout out next time you see him, if you're popping the comments there. I haven't watched the show in a couple of weeks or a little while. I've I just, uh, I like to go in my little bubble, you know? I like to go in my, I like to step away from all of the Twitches and all of the streams for a minute and come back. Otherwise, it's all consuming. Which it is. I mean, this is all consuming. I'm, I'm... Right after this, I'm going to finish a video. I do raps. I don't know if you saw my Billy Zane rap, but my Billy Zane rap is on my TikTok. You tick, TikTok. You can watch my Billy Zane rap, where I rap about whatever happened to Billy Zane. It's on my TikTok. And uh, I wonder. We all wonder. Now, remember, these raps are once through. The music starts, I don't know what I'm going to sing about, I don't know what I'm going to say, I just do one take, I do one take, and then I spend a couple hours making a music video for that. So putting the time in to make the music video for a one to two minute stream of consciousness nonsense blurb is is all of the joy you could possibly have. It's very Rick and Morty of me to do. You know those scenes were in Rick and Morty where you could tell that they're, they're just in the vocal booth, probably drunk, just saying random stuff, and then they actually have to animate it? They'll be like, oh, that's a movie about basketballs where everybody has basketballs for heads, and, and they have to throw their faces through nets. And, uh, but also, pizzas are people, and phones are humans at pizzas. <laughs> they say the dumbest stuff. I pro- they're probably more than drunk, if you ask me, because this is Los Angeles, and there's lots of legal things here that you can have other than alcohol. Which, by the way, uh, I highly suggest you in- indulge in while watching this show. <laughs> Go back and watch my videos too. If you haven't seen my videos on my channel, I'm just going to keep promoting because I, I I just I feel like I've spent years, I, this is my sixth year, I think, sixth year I think, I don't know, uh, doing YouTubes and doing all that kinds of stuff. And I, I've made many videos where I've edited them and they're movie reviews and if you're thinking about watching a movie, go check out my movie reviews. I've, I put a lot of work into them, and, and by golly, I think they're pretty funny. I think they're way better than, say, Chris Stuckman. Chris Stuckman is boring. No offense, Chris Stuckman, but you're a bore. I put a little bit more effort into my videos, thank you. This is Chris Stuckman. Let me do my impressions of Chris Stuckman. Hopefully this will this will drum up some... YouTube controversy. Ready? I saw The Batman. This movie really surprised me. Thank you. But you know what? He's got like 2 million followers. He's got 2 million followers or something like that. I don't know. Millions. What do I got to do? What I got to do? Tell me what I got to do. Enough is enough. I- <laughs> Stop all the downloading. <laughs> uh, Judella 19 vouches. She says, uh, the videos are really funny. Some great editing. Thank you very much. Put a lot of work into it. You know who else is great editing? Mr. Sunday Movies. Sorry, I was like... I'm not going to play the victim, but listen, I'm promoting. I'm being positive, being proactive about it. I'm just saying that Chris Duckman is (laughs) boring and that you should watch my shows. Uh, You know who does great editing? Excellent editing. Mr. Sunday Movies. There's a guy that he's just started editing their videos in the last year, I think. Last couple years, maybe. There's two guys that edit their videos. And oh my goodness. So funny. So funny. Watch Mr. Sunday Movies. That channel on youtube it is a great channel they do a podcast much like this and then someone cuts together visuals for their podcast and boy oh boy did they do a great job and i get so inspired watching those videos i have such i like set aside time they're like 20 minute videos 15 20 minute videos and um i will set aside time to just sit and stare at it just to just to enjoy the editing because you know i'm I'm an editing geek Studio ADH says in the comments, maybe you should review Chris Duxman's movie. Oh, does he have a movie? Does it? I'll just do I'll do Chris. I'll be like. This movie really surprised me. On account of there being pictures and sound. The actors in it really surprised me. Chris Duckman come on the show let's talk let me ask let me ask you what is let me ask you why you're so easily surprised by movies (laughs) if you guys if you guys like watch his reviews uh, I watched many of his reviews to the point where I'm like I could do this way better than him (laughs) so I'm gonna Uh, I watched so many of his reviews and he's like always constantly surprised it's it's surprising. Studio80 says, I'm not sure if it's been released yet, but I know he's making one. Well, he's got all that YouTube money and all that time. Me? want to see how much money I made on my, uh, my podcast this weekend? Let's look. Let me refresh the page. I made, since last Thursday, drum roll, please. Here, is there a drum roll? It's a sledgehammer. No, that's not a drum roll. (laughs) You guys ready for this? Wait, drum roll. Yeah, there we go. Since last Thursday, I made. Want to make a guess? How much I've, how much money I've made on my podcast since last Thursday? Since last Thursday at one p.m. Fourteen ninety-five. We got fourteen ninety-five from uh, studio eight-eight. Fourteen ninety-five. Says fourteen ninety-five. Studio eight-eight says fourteen ninety-five. Do we got for fourteen ninety-five? Fourteen ninety-five. We got fourteen ninety-five for me. What we got to in with? Say we say fifteen. What did we say fifteen? Anybody say fifteen? Uh, fifty cents is Judella nineteen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh you, you said fourteen ninety five. Fourteen ninety five is the studio age. The correct answer is one dollar twenty cents. That means Judella nineteen. You take home today's prize. Of a high five, but not a personal high five, like a, a interdimensional. You could put your hand on the screen and that's your high five right there. You could catch us high five right here. Judell it you did you guessed without going over it's a dollar twenty. Cause freedom cost a buck oh five. Dollar $1. twenty is actually pretty good because I was making about uh eight cents a day up until last week. So thank you for your contributions. Actually, Studio 8H is a subscriber, so you are (laughs) – wait, hold on. You are a champion, Studio 8H. Thank you for supporting this show monetarily. Anybody out there can support this show on any way you can, just listening to it actually on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That helps. Studio 8H Shelby Oaks' Stuckman's movie in pre-production. Okay, well, thank you for letting me know, Studio 8H. I will check it out, and I will review Chris Stuckman's movie. Here's the thing about Chris Stuckman. I don't have anything against him. I just find it confounding that... um, I mean, I do have something against him. I think he's boring. (laughs) And that's the worst cardinal sin. I just think uh, Chris Stuckman should come on the show. We should talk about... (laughs) Listen, I fired first. I was a warning shot across the bow. When he comes on, I'll be very deferential. I'll be like, listen Chris Duck, but I just wanted to get you on the show. Um, I don't have anything personally against you. I just find it like uh, you, you, listen, what do I got to do backflip? Do I literally got to do a backflip? I'll do it. I'll try. But if you guys support this show by subscribing on Patreon or subscribing, you could you could just pledge a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred thousand dollars a month to the show, and it really does help. Because, uh, quite frankly, this is my job, and I I enjoy it, and it, uh, I put a lot of work into it. I do it every day, Monday through Friday, five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we have a good time. I also create content for TikTok and all of the other things. So go there and check it out because I'm going to have a new TikTok up. Maybe by morning. Maybe by tonight. It depends on how hungry I am right now. Because <laughs> I got to eat. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. If he could be the POD of Movie Reels, he could be the POD. Yeah, listen, if he's the POD of Movie Reels, I'd like to think that I'm the David Gilmore. The greatest living guitar player. David Gilmore. In my opinion, I think he's incredible. People ask, about their favorite guitar players and stuff. And they're like, oh, Buckethead. Because he goes like this. And then they're like, uh, John Petrucci," Because he goes. And I'm like, I don't feel anything when they play. But when David Gilmore plays a guitar solo, he slays me. David Gilmore and John Fershante, he's pretty good. I'm just saying, these guys are incredible guitar players that are emotive. We lost Prince, another incredible guitar player. I'm just not impressed when you could play all of the notes very fast. I'm impressed when you could play the right notes at the right time and the right pace. That's what's impressive to me musically. I get moved. I can get moved. I have a movement. <laughs> when, uh, when I hear good guitar playing. You could play two notes, for instance. I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers many, many years ago, and um, John Frusciante, guitar player extraordinaire, played a solo, a guitar solo that was one note. He just went like this. He just went like. He just went like this. I can't do it because I'm not John Frusciante. But he just did this. He was like this. it was perfect in every way. The most famous major seventh chord. Probably. Thank you guys for watching. This has been the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Every day, Monday through Friday, I've always got something to talk about, and I've always, especially, got something to talk about with you. Because I love your faces, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. You're, you're really encouraging. Uh, hopefully, I can encourage you back. Hopefully, you can turn in on Sunday to Mediocre Films. And watch us on Bad Movies Live. Please do so. Show your support that way. It's a fun time. I promise you. I promise you. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll kiss your zero bucks goodbye. Cost nothing. Cost nothing to have fun with us. You might have to watch an ad. Okay? But that's, that's how you support the creators. Some people, like Greg, people like me, we just got to make things every day of our lives. Listen, I wake up every day and I'm like, it's another day. That means I got to make stuff. I got to make stuff. I don't punch a clock. I don't go anywhere. I don't go somewhere and sit down. And then, and I, mad respect to those who do. They do the daily grind, right? I do my daily grind, which is like, literally I have to make my life up as it goes. (laughs) It's like a, it's like a cartoon where I'm building a road a bridge. I'm building a bridge as I'm walking over it. And a bridge might be collapsing behind me, but I'm building the bridge as I keep walking. This is my life. So I appreciate any type of support that you can lend. Just your ears is good support for this show. Because that's really what it's for. This show this show applied directly to your ears. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. Another one. Hey, isn't there... Uh, Studio 88 says, Hey, isn't this where Will usually stops in with a 45 minute question? <laughs> yes. Shout out to Will. Shout out to Will. If Will's. Okay, okay. All right, all right. If Will's watching the VOD, what's up, Will? You missed out. Uh, you missed out on a, the bonus show. Usually, Will—I call Will the bonus maker. He makes—he makes no bones about being bonus. He comes in and he says, "Let me just ask you the most thought-provoking possible question. That would take a lifetime to answer until Aristotle gets starving and can't think anymore." <laughs> We love Will. Will is an is a important aspect of the AFT show. He brings charm. You all are. Studio 8H, Judella19, Raccoon Raiders, Noel, Dreyer2, everybody who stopped in today, I appreciate you. And those who, of you who don't even pop in the chat, I see you too. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm right behind you. But thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, this is when Will. <laughs> That gave me the biggest laugh of today. Studio 8H, you win today. You win the world. You win today. Uh, impressive. <laughs> most impressive. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Indeed you did. Thank you so much for, for uh, stopping in. That's the kind of com- community we're cultivating here. Um, characters and fun and good time. <laughs> that's that's it you go get a trophy Studio 8H watch out I see you people get the awards on the show and uh, you just wait you just wait for that uh, what's in the box the guy, what's, in the, the what's in the box <laughs> we'll find out what's in the box tomorrow on AFT thank you for joining me I'm Aristotle Full Throttle your bro with the fro it's shrinking my fro is shrinking and I'll see you tomorrow I'm winking with both